I've been saying it. I've been saying it for like, I don't know, four episodes. I know, but you say it like. You whispered it. Yeah, you say it like. Excelsior. Excelsior, you mouse. Yeah. Isn't that how I did it this time? No, you're like. Oh, dude. Excelsior. I got got deep into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get some scrotum behind that one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you try it again. I'll edit it in. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> just throw it on there. <laughs> just, yeah. Okay, hold on. Excelsior, you mose. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. You just do it, dude. Just throw it on there. Ex- <laughs> that's uh, that's that's Randy Savage. Excelsior, bro. Oh, yeah. Excelsior, you mose. The cream of the crop. <laughs> Climbing to the top of the highest mountain. That's oh right. Oh my god, that's perfect, dude. <laughs> and, that, and that is gonna be how that's we That's my end. Randy Savage impression. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my oh god. My gosh. Okay, cool. That's a wrap. Gentlemen, what's up? How are you doing? It's me, Manny C. I'm sitting here with TIE Fighter and the one and only Buddha Will. We are part of the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Oh, baby. Now, this is the first actual legitimate podcast that we've done in quite some time we're ready we have news articles we are good to go Uh, but first right now i'm feeling huge oh yeah oh it's it's freaking good i'm feeling new we're recording at a new time more energy and everything i mean oh baby that's a (laughs) game changer uh ty buddha how are you guys Feeling good, man. I was I was telling you guys beforehand, but I just want to make sure the audience knows as well. We uh, we changed when we're doing the recording for this podcast, so this is made live on Monday mornings. Uh, previously, we had done all of our recordings on uh, Saturday morning, so we were recording Saturday morning. Manny was doing all the editing over the weekend, and then we were releasing on Monday. Uh, but now, due to some scheduling changes and availability changes, we are now recording on Friday night. And this is after Manny and I are streaming, and I would believe right before Buddha is streaming. So all of us are really kind of like right at our peak energy levels right now, as opposed to being the exact opposite of that, uh, where we were on Saturday mornings, where Manny and I were just rolling out of bed, yeah. and Buddha <laughs> was getting ready to go to work on hours of sleep. And it was really a struggle for us to make it happen. But I mean, hell, we made it 20 episodes that way. I'm, I'm just really happy we can now kind of be in a place where 
we can come at the podcast with like literally double the energy and a lot more excitement and and just bring really kind of bring the heat for uh, for the audience when it comes to uh, giving you guys updates on the news and how we're doing and uh, and and just connecting with the community. So I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's uh, let's kick it off before before we kick it off. Actually, let me just say, hey, guys, check out the website, thehardcorecasuals.com. Uh, yeah. We have a we we're really focusing on uh, trying to make the the blog more consistent, uh, more relevant. Uh, so definitely check that out www.thehardcorecasuals.com. Uh, and if you like what you hear, consider uh, consider uh, the Patreon www.thehardcorecasuals.com/slash/patreon. If your heart tells you you wanna you wanna support these mo's, uh, we won't stop you. Uh, and with that said. Um, Ty, we'll start with you today. What have you been playing this week? Uh, I've been doing a lot of the standards this week. This has been kind of a, an exciting week of things going on, kind of both at work and then within the industry. And so I've, I've been, uh, spending time playing games like destiny. Uh, I touched on, uh, the division a little bit to try and work towards a couple of the shields that they have, uh, that you can grind for to get ready for the division two. And then I played Ashen one night as well. I think I talked about Ashen last week maybe for a little bit. Maybe not. Uh, but Ashen is a very Dark Souls-esque game that I've been playing. And uh, if you're interested in my initial thoughts on that game, that article is available via thehardcorecasuals.com. So make sure you go check that out. But other than that, uh, I actually didn't get to stream on Wednesday or Thursday. We had some company over, and so I wanted to make sure I was not uh, making loud noises of excitement late tonight as I'm <laughs> right. to do when it comes to stream. But uh, yeah, a lot of Destiny. It's been a big week for the uh, Black Armory, which is the most recent content updates from uh, from the team. And so yeah, I've been grinding, getting some good guns, some good armor. Uh, for those that don't play Destiny, it's kind of hard to describe like some of the things that we've been up to. Uh, but just some of like the end game activities, grinding for some of the cool uh, unique weapons that are now available. I was telling the guys a little bit earlier, uh, the last 24 hours especially have been really good for me because they got two really good rare weapons. Uh, RN Jesus has been very good to your friend Ty this week. So overall, I'm uh, I'm very pleased. Very Did pleased. you just say so RN Jesus? RN Jesus. Yeah. Have you never yeah. prayed to RN Jesus? Because that could that could you know answer some questions for you if you ever have that trouble is... getting uh, your loot drops. Uh, but we make a sacrifice to RN Jesus before every night, just to make sure he uh, shines upon us with uh, with delight and with favor. You got to. Uh, but yeah, like I said, oh, everything uh, everything's. Been, I'm just in a good mood this week, just because things have been going pretty well. Work is good. Uh, gaming has been fun. Trolls have been at a minimum, and uh, we've been able to make some really cool content on the blog. And I think you know, as uh, kind of the one in charge of writing the most for the blog, seeing content run through it at the pace that we've been able to do for the past couple of weeks really warms my heart. So I'm very, very excited about that. Yeah. Same me, me too. Actually that, that was, it was, it's hard, man. It's, it's actually like trying to write stuff at a time. It's kind of like work, isn't it? It kind of is. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Buddha, what, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Man, let's see. Um, <laughs> well, I play, man, <laughs> I play so many things, but so I decided to dip into Game Pass, right? So I, of course. Uh, I played some After Charge. Oh, how uh, is that? It is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. 
Um, before you move forward, can I, I get a little like comment on After Charge? Sure, yeah, sure. So I've it. had the opportunity to kind of watch that game develop because mm-hmm. uh, a good friend of mine, friend of the stream, 8-Bit Blonde, uh, has a, a kind of a personal connection to the community manager for Chainsaw Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Laurent McCure, and uh, he's a, a French-Canadian uh, developer with that team. And so uh, I, I was able to get in at like the super earliest alpha access to that. And so uh, I really highly recommend you guys go and give Aftercharge a shot. Uh, I'm sure Buddha's is going to describe it for you here in a minute. But like I've seen that team come a long, long way and work really, really hard to make a pretty cool, fun, polished, uh, exciting multiplayer experience that we don't uh, really have in the market yet is definitely a unique take on it. And so I, now that it's you know basically free on Game Pass, I uh, would really urge you to give it a shot because there's some really good people doing cool stuff. Yeah, I, that's how I kind of came across it. Uh, not because it uh, fell into Game Pass. I mean, I saw that it was coming to Game Pass, but I didn't really know. It didn't, the name didn't ring a bell for me. So I was like, I don't really recall this game um, on my radar whatsoever. But uh, like you said, with 8-Bit Blonde and a few other people uh, via Mixer uh, were tweeting about this game. Um, so that kind of like made me wonder, like, well, what is, what's what's going on with this game? There's a lot of people recommending it. Um, so I was like, screw it. Eh, why not? Right. It's Game Pass. And I mean, what am I paying for my membership for if I'm not downloading everything I possibly can? So I went ahead and downloaded it. Um and uh, went ahead and streamed it, and just had a blast with it. I, uh, it, it, it's a lot of fun. It's 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 a three on three. I think I think it's just three on three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but you uh, play one side as like an offense, and other p- side plays defense. Uh, the cool thing about it is, if you're on the offensive side, you have like this cool like stealth mechanic. So the people on defense can't necessarily see you. Um, they have ways of being able to find you. Like they've got like this little radar thing. So if you get close enough to somebody, they can see you, but it's like a combination of like almost like hide and go seek. But then you have these objectives that you're trying to destroy at the same time. And everybody's got uh, each, there's different classes that have different uh, uh, moves and techniques that that they can benefit you uh, throughout this, throughout this little match. And uh, it, it was just a lot of fun. I really enjoyed. I think they're called work on or work workions or something like that. A little the little robots, basically the robot sure, guys. Sure. I was all about that. I I really enjoyed uh, basically running around trying to dodge the enforcers that were trying to protect the little I don't know glowing cylinders. I don't even, the extractors. I think that's what those are called. Um, but I just kind of went in there blind. I really didn't know anything about the game. Um, I just saw people that were recommending it. And like I said, it was on game pass and it's like, why not? I jumped in there and was, uh, very pleased. Like it was, it was just a lot of fun. Like I was having a blast. I think Dizzy Bach who came in there, came into my stream was like, Hey, oh, Buddha, you got to calm down, man. You're just way too hype right now. Cause I was literally like jumping up and down. Like, yes, really? <laughs> yes. Like, well, I don't know. I, I just got really into it. I was like, Bro, man, this is actually, of course, dude. So yeah, well, I'm saying you don't normally see Buddha get all that super hyped. No, so no, no, no. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I was, uh, I was, I was hyped up for that one. So I, I played that. Uh, I did try Absolver for like maybe I didn't give it its just due. I played it for maybe about ten minutes, and Whoa. I don't know what it was about the game, but uh, I don't know if it was just too darn relaxing. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I, I was, I I, I I literally I, I was dozing off like and I was streaming this and I and I I caught myself a couple times like nodding off I'm like okay 
this is not this is not it right. i gotta yeah. go play something <laughs> so then I, I, ju- right. I jumped into some battlefield five and, and uh you know got and woke up and had a great time um but yeah i, I i'm gonna go back and give absolver another another run through um but after after charge really cool game a lot of fun um I, I didn't think I was going to like it because it's uh, three on three and it's multiplayer. There's no single player to it. Sometimes I worry about games like that because, you know, it's really dependent upon other people playing. And sometimes, you know, when games come out like that, that don't have a lot of hype and stuff, you end up not finding anybody to play with. Right. But being that it's on Game Pass, I think it's a perfect game for Game Pass. Exactly. Um, you know, it's going to get a lot of traffic just because it just because it dropped on it, people are going to check it out because why not? You can. So it's going to generate a lot of traffic. And I got a feeling that once people start playing it and get an idea of how the mechanics and stuff work on it, they're going to really enjoy it or they're going to enjoy it. Um, other than that, I played a game. I, I got I jumped back into the indie stuff and played uh, uh, Blackwood Crossing is a game that I had stuck on my backlog for a hot minute. And uh, it was time for it to to meet its demise. So uh, another, I, I think I'm I'm just lately I've been doing really good with uh, finding these cool, fun indie games that have a great story to it. Um, kind of like uh, it's not as puzzly as uh, the Gardens Between, um, but uh, it has a really cool story to it. Maybe not as to my level of like uh, what remains of Edith Finch. Uh, but it's right there in that sweet spot in between, and it keeps you thinking about what's going on to the point uh, when it does get to the end, you're just kind of like in this, um, I don't know, this state of like, wow, that just that just happened. And Which uh, which game was this, the, the, the title? It's called Blackwood Crossing. It's on sale right now. Um, they've got a, like a uh, an adventure sale going on on Xbox right now. Uh, so it's relatively cheap. I, I want to say it's like around, I don't know, nine, six bucks or something like that. Oh, totally nice. well worth it. Um, that's what I, that's what I got, got it for. I believe uh, it was one of those black Fridays from like a year and a half ago, or I don't know, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere around those lines, but um, really cool, really cool little game. And then uh, just to put it out there for those that uh, didn't get to witness the stream last night, I beat Manny down pretty bad in ultimate Marvel oh, versus yeah. Captain Humphrey. It's uh, just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah. Letting everybody... Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, I played uh, Resident Evil 2, the demo. So. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and that was pretty awesome. Uh, that's all I got. All real right, quick question, all. though. Real quick question on the... Uh, I and I and I forget the 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 title of it, but the the multiplayer game, the one you started talking about, the three three v three. Yeah, after charge. After charge, right? So, can you can you have like uh, lobbies? You know, like full lobbies. That, that's an important question. Because you know what's what? that other Honestly, game that we Laser played? League, bro. Laser League, yeah, like Laser League. It, uh, honestly, if laser, if we could have open like uh, controllable lobbies. I'd be playing that on stream probably every We Play Wednesday. It's so freaking fun, but it's it's impossible to get a group together and invite people in. So, so is this game After Charge? Can you do that? Can you have invite your friends to play against? Honestly, I don't know because I didn't. I just jumped into it. I didn't have anybody to co-stream with or nothing like right. that. I just basically 
said, I'm trying out this game and we're going to see what happens. And uh, I don't, I don't recall seeing anything. I could probably find out here in just a few minutes, but yeah, because that's that's going to be a, a a huge a huge deal, I think. You know, because I I'm, I would love to find to have another good multiplayer game on Game Pass. It's great, uh, but if you have a multiplayer game without a lobby, like Laser League, I can't believe it's bringing back those old feelings. Ty, remember how shocked we were? Like. <laughs> I mean, Dude, what a letdown! All right, I mean, yeah, we were sitting there in shock, and we couldn't, we couldn't stop saying it. Yeah, I can't believe it. I can't believe this doesn't have custom matches. What a waste! What a, really? It's like it was like a a, a no brainer opportunity right there, just left on the table. Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, fun Laser game, League very fun. Play because it wasn't League You couldn't play against each other. You could only you play couldn't with each other. Like, you couldn't have a lobby so where you can say, okay, uh, you know. Two of right. my friends here are going to play these two, right? So we couldn't, right, you right. know, get right. together and, and play versus, which is crazy. Crazy talk. Right, right. <clears throat> well, what about you, Manny? Um, I just got off stream. I was playing a bunch of uh, fighting games, which I've been I've been itching to play fighting games for, for whatever reason for quite some time. And uh, we finally just made it happen. I was streaming with... Uh, uh, the folks at uh, NFG Gaming, the uh, the Nerd Foundry. We have the uh, Freckles and Codex, uh, great peoples. Okay. Uh, and we did Street Fighter. We did uh, Street Fighter Four. We did uh, M- Mortal Kombat X <clears throat> and uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Three. And Buddha is that's the game where Buddha was freaking kicking my butt in. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know what's going on with Marvel versus Capcom. That's the first time I actually played it. And good lord, I did not do well. But um it's really good to have these to have these games available. And we'll be doing more more fight games, uh, I think, in the future. Uh the other two games I've been really focusing on is uh Celeste, which is the uh, the indie game that was up for game of the year. And I'm really liking it. It's really, really mm-hmm. good so far. And um, Dishonored, which which I'm having yes. I'm having a fun time playing that one. Dude, that's a great game. Great series. Yeah, so I, I put it up on uh, the hardest difficulty, of course, and I'm plugging away. <laughs> of course. Yeah, <laughs> I'm plugging away. But I'm having I'm having fun. Those those are those are some good games. And yeah, there you go, dude. Oh, that's awesome. It. I didn't oh, even play another... Siege once this week. Not once. Can you believe it? It's freaking you sure? crazy. You you feeling all right? Did you take your temperature? Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I should go yeah. play Siege right after this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, wait, wait a minute. Uh, did you hear? Oh, it's my favorite noise. I haven't heard this in quite some time. Oh, baby. (laughs) It's time for the news. We did it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the news. It is January. We are recording on January 11th, Friday, January 11th. You are listening to this on the 12th, 13th, 14th, or after. So this is last week's news. Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Tyler. (laughs) 
here with my good friends, Manny and Buddha. And uh, today we got quite a few interesting stories from things that are very recent to things that happened kind of earlier this week. So they might not be quite as topical, but things that all of us looked at each other and said, we have to talk about this stuff because it's super interesting. Hopefully you guys agree with us. Um, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to leave comments for us either on the website uh, on iTunes, where you should be leaving uh, as many five-star reviews as possible for this amazing podcast that uh, I know these guys are working their tails off to, to help make happen. So uh, that would help us out a bunch. So thank you for that. Anyway, first and foremost, uh, we had a really big, interesting story come out this week that kind of really sets a precedent that I expected, but I wasn't sure I expected it this quickly. Uh Ubisoft has decided that they are going to be skipping Steam with the Division 2. So you guys know Steam is, is kind of the main game launcher when it comes to PC games. But very recently, our good friends at Epic, aka Fortnite, released the Epic Game Store. And the Epic Game Store kind of came in with a big thundering crash because they announced right off the bat that they don't need the kind of rev share that steam requires which is steam gets 30 percent of every dollar that comes in and the epic game store is only going to take 12 percent of every game or every, every dollar that comes in and so it was this huge difference in potential revenue for games that release on on the epic game store versus games that release on steam and so for the first i, I shouldn't say it's first time actually bethesda did it bethesda actually decided to forego uh, Steam and only launched on their Bethesda launcher, but now Ubisoft is foregoing Steam and going on this new Epic Game Store with the Division Two. And so I'm going to read uh, this real this real quick. Uh, it's from uh, GamesIndustry.biz. Hayden Taylor. Sean's been fired today in the digital distribution platform more as Ubisoft shuns Steam in favor of Epic Games. While the recently launched Epic Games Store hasn't had much trouble in attracting smaller indie developers, this exclusive agreement on such a high-profile AAA title represents a serious coup over Steam. Furthermore, it has been announced that Ubisoft and Epic will partner on, quote, additional select titles over the coming year. The partnership will see the PC version of Division 2 available only on the Epic Games Store and directly from Ubisoft. Ubisoft confirmed that pre-orders placed on other platforms will be unaffected by the decision. And then it goes on to kind of describe what Epic Game Store is. So, tell me what you think. I mean, at the end it's of the day, uh, if it, go ahead. Uh, you, you're making more money. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna make more money um, because there's gonna be less of a cut. Mm -hmm. So. It, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, and we we saw this coming, right? When uh, when Epic announced their new Epic Game Store, we saw pretty much right away. It was kind of like a doy, like, of course, this is going to make a difference because eighteen percent of every dollar that comes in now goes to the developer instead of the the distributor. Like eighteen percent of a hundred million dollars, which is not the whole total of what. Uh, the division is going to make it. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference by right. going on to at the yeah. game store versus steam. I mean, you've got like a small indie, you know, title, um, you mm -hmm. know, for them, it's a big deal because, you know, they want to be able to, to get the most bang out of their bucks. So that way Absolutely. they can, you know, continue doing what they love. Right. And then for these big guys with the triple A titles, they're just like, yo, what's the percentage on there? You know, mm -hmm. fill in the back with this calculator. Oh yeah, well, we need to go this way. We need to go yep. with the with the bigger piece of the pie. Well, you know, 
So uh, it makes sense. I mean, I don't know. Valve's going to have to step up their game. They're going to they're going to have to rework some things, especially because you know if Ubisoft is willing to do this, I mean, who who else is you know what I mean? Who's thinking about it too? Well, there's uh, there's a couple things. The store is still very new but there's all kinds of hype around it and it, and it has millions of of all of baked in users you know uh but 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 there's not that there's not that many games on the store itself so which is actually a benefit for everybody coming in earlier right because there's much I much agree. more visibility for for every anybody that jumps in on the store at this point you know so I mean, like you said, I totally agree. It, it really makes a lot of sense, but it's it is still something. Like I told Ty this, uh, um, I don't know, a couple of days ago when it was happening. Like, it makes all the sense in the world, but it's still crazy to see, uh, you know, a developer of 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 that of that size, putting a game, uh, of you know, a franchise game of that size, and and just completely bypassing it. Uh, as well, again, it's something that we've we've seen before with with uh, companies taking it onto their own launchers, but uh, we're gonna see more of it. You know, I think it's actually moving faster than I had anticipated, but uh, it it's definitely it definitely shows that what Epic is doing is 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 not just a flash in the pan. I think they're they're here for the long haul, and I think they're gonna change. Uh, the 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 landscape of PC gaming uh, for the better, I I think. Well, I mean, you know, for PC gaming, I mean, you pretty much, you you pretty much just go wherever you can get the best deal, right? I mean, a lot of people, you know, won't care whether it's Steam or or, or Epic as long as they get in a better uh, a better deal. So, if if they can cut you a better deal at Epic because they're not taking such a big hunk out of the uh well not as a big hunk but i mean they're still you know they're they're not taking as much as as uh you know valve is then yeah you know they're probably going to be able to offer you a, a a better discount to buy it and that alone is going to be like well i'm going to go over here and buy it from epic because you know i can get it for whatever five dollars cheaper or you know well uh, I mean, from, from from the manufacturers or from the developers standpoint absolutely um it's the you know it's it's just it's it's a no brainer when it comes to the percentage you know what i'm saying 30% versus versus uh uh 12 you know what i'm saying that's a huge that's a huge huge yeah. difference uh, another thing to keep in mind with this is that uh i i only found this out kind of in passing via some conversations that I saw on Twitter, but I'm sure you guys have heard of the creators program that Fortnite has where, you know, mm -hmm. people who stream and make content around Fortnite, they have like a, their name as a code. And then if you're buying a skin, you can insert that person's code. And then that streamer will get a piece of the pie when it comes to the purchase. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Like yep. an, like an affiliate code for Fortnite. Anyway, yeah. apparently Epic games in general, like across the board for the Epic game store has made this, system available to any games that are on their platform and so now there will be a content creator support program for the division two through epic which is pretty cool that's big i i that's think right moves right there yeah see honestly i think that on almost all fronts 
uh, Epic is doing the right thing for to 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 establish the store, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, marketing wise, like they're giving a, a free game. One of the one of the the, the the big problems of a new launcher is that you don't have a library for said launcher, right? And you're more inclined to buy games, even if it's a little bit more expensive, uh, on one just for the convenience of having it all in one place, right? Mm-hmm. But if Epic says, "Hey, we're gonna give you a library." Just you know, come on by every two weeks, pick up a free game. Well, those every oh, two yeah. weeks, you're 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 more inclined to take a look. What's going on? Is there a sale? Uh, you know, maybe I'll I'll pick something up. You know, uh, for you those who are that, listening right now, go ahead. Make sure you hop onto the Epic Game Store and grab uh, Edith Finch. Edith Finch. Mm-hmm. What's the yeah, What's the full right. title? Um, uh, what remains of Edith what Finch. remains of Edith Finch? That's right. It is now free on the Epic Game Store. If you wanted Super Meat so Boy, good. too bad you missed it. But what remains of Edith Finch is available now, probably for another two or three weeks, and then they'll have another one. I'll I have an account. I, I don't even use it. I haven't even downloaded the Epic Game Store on my on my computer. Uh, but every few weeks, whenever I hear the announcement about the next free game, I just log into Epic.com and claim yeah. those free games. And so, yeah, now I've gotten Subnautica and I've gotten Super Meat Boy and I've gotten what remains of Edith Finch. So if at any point I finally decide to pull the trigger on a gaming PC, I already have my library up and coming. So I'm very excited. That's a great point. You don't need the PC to to, to just get the no. games in your name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's ridiculously easy. Check it out. Free is free. Just, you know. What free is free. Finch out and right that's now. a good one too. That is that's such a good uh, one. Yeah, I've heard the, I've heard nothing but wonderful things about that game. And in addition to that, uh, for those who are worried about investing into a new game, that's a one night game. That's yeah. a it's it's three hours max, and you can go through and experience. It's kind of a walking simulator story game, uh, and it's just it would be. I, it, it's a game that I want to sit down and play with my wife, kind of like we did with The Way Out, just as just as a, a date night experience because I know she oh, enjoys yeah. it. And it's so good. It's it's probably one of my most favorite games. Honestly. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah cool. I stumbled across it, and uh, I, I I fell in love with it. It's such a good game. Awesome. Well, there you go. All right, guys, we're moving on. All right. Uh, next story. This is Manny's favorite. Uh, I almost want to let Manny talk it through. On this one, no, you 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 can lay it up. You do such a great job. <laughs> All right, so this was a huge. Uh, I think scandal is the right word. Uh, oh, scandal! Big scandal is the right from yeah. uh, Overwatch. So not the Overwatch League, not like not like the AAA, but below that is a league called the Overwatch Contenders. And in the Overwatch Contenders, there is a team called Second Wind. Now, the Second Wind accidentally quote-unquote, question mark, overlooked some very crucial information when vetting the alleged first female North American Overwatch contenders player. And that very vital, crucial, important piece of information was that that very first female North American Overwatch contenders player was not, in fact, a female, nor was she a up-and-coming player. In fact, it was a uh, pro player on a Smurf account with a female uh, pretending to be the player, being the voice and the face of this uh, fake person. And uh, man, things went way further than they needed to go. Uh, There's an entire story here, and Manny's going to publish the link on our website, thehardcorecasuals.com. 
Uh, and I highly recommend you guys go and read all the details because there are many of them and I feel like it would be long and droning if I read all of this out. But basically, uh, to take a paragraph from this, they say, in a published statement on Twitter, Second Wind claims that the team had no knowledge that Ellie, was, Ellie who is the female, you know, quote unquote, you know, Ellie is the player, uh, was not who they said they were, but was the team's vetting process but that the team's vetting process for a new player was accelerated and not as thorough as it could have been as the team was in a hurry to find substitutes for players it had recently lost and underestimated the need to set an example as the first North American contenders team with a woman as a member. Quote from uh, from the team, as, uh, as a team, we admit we handled this poorly, the statement reads. More could have been done to support our players, but we had found ourselves unprepared for the attention Ellie got upon their onboarding. We had full faith in them. Due to our desperation to fill a roster, we unfortunately overlooked crucial information that should have been paid more attention to. We did not properly allocate enough time to communicate with the public as a means to support our players, and as a result, caused more questioning that could have been avoided. And there's much more information there. And I definitely recommend everyone go look it up and uh, read as many versions of this story as you can because it's all interesting. But take it away, Manny. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. This was this was pretty crazy. This was pretty crazy. But I, I it, it is my opinion that the real problem here is actually in... in uh, in the media, right? So I, I think the way this 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 uh, situation was covered in the beginning was uh, was lazy, right? They they how did how in the world did she get on this team in the, in the first place, right? There's I think that they were so excited to have to have this to have a narrative. Right, they were so excited to have a narrative. The first female player. This is great. This is good. It has good optics. It's gonna. It's gonna play really, really well. And and uh, there was another. There was a an an art uh, a quote from. Uh, I don't know if it's in this article, but I'm just gonna do this and paraphrase it from memory. From from uh, the head guy on the second win team, and and he said like on the one hand, this this was when Ellie quit. Right when this is before okay. they found out Ellie was a dude, they Ellie backed down from the offer. Right, ne never actually signed up with the team, and he's like, "Yeah, on the on the one hand, people are harassing her left and right because they don't believe, you, you know, that she's uh, she is who she is, and on the other hand, you have everybody treating her like she's the Messiah, and and uh, between those two, you know, opposite pressures, she quit." And this is before they found out that she was, in fact, a dude. Or dudes. But, oh, uh, well, it was, or dudes, right. It's, it's definitely yeah. one dude uh, named Punisher, top 500 player, and a female. Uh, as of yet, to my knowledge, unnamed. But, um... What, so there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot of things going on here, right? The media wanted the story bad. And they pushed it up. And when she and when she quit, what was the story? The story was, you know, sexist pig male gamers do it again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's the narrative. And everybody likes that story. So they're gonna go ahead and, and run with that. 
you know. But what were th- what was actually going on? They said, "Who is this person? She came up out of nowhere. Her accounts are all brand new. I mean, if you look at it, the situation it was suspect as hell. And when you question it, what happens? You're sexist. <laughs> you're right. You're a sexist, bigoted, you know, hateful." Whatever it is. Oh, you're a gamer. A ga- uh, what is it? A gamer gator. You freaking bum. You know, right. just but because I mean, you, you know, question things. things. It was one of those things. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much what happened. Because you had, uh, yeah, you, you had people that were saying, "Well, you know, first off, there's no way that this is th- that uh, that she has the experience, uh, or that she's a pro p- player." Period. And so a lot of that was like, well, you know, you're, you're, you're being negative about it. You know, it's, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're being a punk about things right. because you know she is. And, and, you know, it, it all came around that, uh, you know, not so much. And it was, and, and uh, you know, this is what happens when, when they want to push a, a story and a narrative because they like it, as opposed to actually asking questions and finding the truth, they rush to judgment. They rush to the to the you know their stories out to print, and they all have egg on their face. I mean, okay, so I agree that it's obviously pretty embarrassing that this came out basically the complete opposite of what we thought it was going to be. But I wouldn't I wouldn't place all the blame on some of the lower level journalists who were basically given this story by their editors and say, Hey, this is interesting. There's a female coming into the overwatch contenders league. You need to write a story about it. Um, yeah, cause it's a big deal. Not every I mean, one of the journalists is going to be Jason Schreier digging deep and finding interviews and getting anonymous tips and, you know, understanding the whole of it because from, from every, like I'm not even going to say gaming news site. From every news website, getting a story like the first women into X is a big deal. And so not only do you want to cover that, you want to cover it first because uh, as as bummer as it is, first is very important when it comes to, uh, you know, things like Google SEO and uh, and public relevance. And so the way that news works right now is really not conducive to that kind of homework. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, we can, we can say like, oh, journalism, uh, but like Uh, there, like there was, there was every reason to believe that this person was a female from the outside, uh, because, you know, a, they said they were, we have no way to go look through their computer and see who's on the other side and then be a reputable organization, like an overwatch contenders team onboarded this person and said, we have the first female and, so I, I, I agree with really you. Dumps on the, this really dumps on the second wind for not doing their homework. Yeah, because they had a face and a voice. I mean, you know. So as far as I knew, it was I would a female. Agree, I would I would agree with you, except for the fact that everything else points in, in the opposite direction. You know what I'm saying? Like, just look. If they just did one a cursory look at the, at the Reddit and what what were the accusations or questions that were being uh looked up or 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 or, or arose they they'd find that hey some things are not adding up here but they didn't want to look at that's the that's the problem 
it's not that oh yeah they're rushing they're rushing to to be first yeah that's that is a part of it of the of the reality of the you know the news and journalism and all that all that crap you know what i'm saying but they did look at it you know but what did they say what what are all these questions these all of these questions that are being posed are harassment and sexist ignorant a-holes because they're you know intolerant gamers and they make fun of them they demonize them and as opposed to actually listening to them and what are their concerns it happens all the time it happened with battlefield 5 you know what i'm saying it happens all the time hey we have some questions what's the and what happens immediately afterwards oh well you're sexist yeah, I don't think that's constrained to gaming, though. I think that exists. Oh outside. no, it's, of course not. It's not constrained to gaming. I think sometimes it, the, the like, it, it you get you get some that are like that, and some are a different way. And unfortunately, whenever they go to address these sort of things and put out their statements, they don't specify who exactly they're aiming it at, and then it becomes just a broad brush, and it, it paints over everybody. So then, you know, some people get offended. Some people don't care. I mean, you know what I mean? So I think, I mean, I'm sure the next time they'll, they'll do a better job. Yeah. Of, uh, well, you know why the next time to who their players are, but uh, yeah, there was, the, um, there's so many questions, right? There's the, there's, there's what the hell happened with the so-called journalism, you know, the journalists out there, right? Just ask a question as opposed to demonize the questioners, right? Listen and, and, and take a, take a quick look. At some of the suspect things, uh, yeah, that's I mean, one. The I other mean, thing is, how I, the hell did she get on the team? Because, right? Well, because I, I, I because like if you if you read it, you know, this is kind of like a what they say a social experiment. So that I, this was planned. This was yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. That they, no, 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 they no, no, were no. trying to make sure on that their you part, it was a female. Yeah, they on had their a young part. female play the face and the voice of Ellie. But, I mean, you know, but, so they, but were, Buddha. they were trying to pat on and off. As, as I understand that. But she, Ellie, never put her her real name. Never put an actual name. Right. If you yeah, if you didn't even the, put a name the on it, that second wind didn't do. Right. They definitely the second wind definitely got caught up in the storm on that one. But, and they and and they've and they've come forward on that. We admit we handled this poorly. Yeah. More could have been done. We screwed up. And it's like, well, no shit, you did. The reality of it is, in order to get it now, I don't know. I'm 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 not going to claim to know. I know all the steps to it, right? But typically, when people are signed or interested in, uh, uh, if you're being scouted to be signed to any type of professional organization, typically you give your name as a starting point. Typically, how in the how in the world? Could, did we didn't even I mean, did we, we didn't even get didn't to that point like a fake name or something like do we know that they didn't they didn't that they didn't put a fake name they put no name and that's part of the problem that's part of the thing when when the when the so-called sexist uh you know ignorant harassers were asking questions that was one of the big questions hey her account is brand new her game account is brand new that suspect who is this Ellie person? Oh, you're a sexist. Well, 
Oh, oh, wait a minute. Well, We're the, looking the, at the name. There's no name given. Oh, yeah. But you you're can't an go ignorant, hate-filled, hate you, you, uh, you know. You can't go by game account. That's not going to tell you nothing. People smurf all the time. You're going to have multiple Exactly, accounts. exactly. Got, and and that is part of... That's part of the thing is is that where is the the history of uh, of of this of this person the account uh we know that smurfing actually happened so we have to figure out who the hell are you you know what I'm saying uh, so I mean I, I I don't know I think I think that the reason why in my opinion uh, hold on one second. The reason why, in uh, in my opinion, is that that they happened is because they they were also they wanted the narrative, they wanted the narrative themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I have a lot to say on it. I think uh, it's a shame. <laughs> I think that the narrative is is now is that it is still you know bad on bad on the the sexist gamers as opposed to who in my eyes. Like the ones who are or who are really the problematic ones here is is like the the journalists uh, that are out there rushing to judgment without doing any due diligence whatsoever. Yeah, that's the problem. But, yeah. You want to be first all the time. Unfortunately, so. Well, I uh, I I don't think we're going to see much more about this. To be honest, I feel like this is kind of unless unless the people who were responsible for it come forward, then we'll get a story about that. But I feel like now this has kind of come to light. I don't think we're going to see a lot more about it in the near future. What yeah, I do look forward is to actually seeing some female representation in, in the Overwatch League and the Overwatch contenders for real, actual females. Uh, that uh that that group could absolutely use uh, a little bit of uh. uh mix up for sure anyway uh guys we're gonna move on super interesting mm -hmm. but we're gonna we're gonna move forward uh some interesting news came out today kind of kind of a bummer kind of scary kind of worrisome uh, by uh jason schreier of kotaku that uh former gearbox lawyer gearbox is the company who's responsible for uh developing borderlands so former Gearbox lawyer accuses the Gearbox CEO, Randy Pitchford, of taking a secret $12 million bonus in a lawsuit that Gearbox is calling absurd. <laughs> and so this is another really long story that's got a lot of intricacies to it. But uh, basically what's happening is that the lawyer is saying that the CEO uh, took $12 million as a bonus for Borderlands 2 based on profits. The company is saying that the lawyer was let go uh, because the lawyer was responsible for using the company card for things that he shouldn't have been using it for, things like uh, their kids' tuition or house payments or uh, club fees for like, you know, golf and horses and stuff. But uh, anyway, there has been some very interesting uh, uh, accusations on both sides, and I wanted to read one of these to you. Let me see if I can find it in here. Is it about the USB drive? It is about the USB drive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so Calendar, who is the lawyer who is uh, accusing Pitchford, the CEO, Calendar's most lurid allegation against Pitchford is an accusation surrounding an event that he says occurred in 2014. 
Calendar says that Pitchford left a USB drive in a Dallas, Texas restaurant containing sensitive corporate documents for Gearbox and its partners, including 2K Games, Sega, Sony, Microsoft, and others. Says the lawsuit, upon information and belief, Randy Pitchford's USB drive also contained Randy Pitchford's personal collected collection of underage pornography. Yikes. So... Uh-huh. We don't have uh, any confirmation on this, and I almost feel weird talking about it without any like formal proof being brought forward outside of the accusation. So please, please, listeners, don't take this as uh, it is known because it is not. But yeah, the he gave us a recollection on the old USB thing, right? Like he, uh, so. Yeah, he- there's obviously some very scary, very shitty accusations being made against the person who is in charge of Gearbox Studios, one of the larger AAA studios in gaming. So we are going to keep our eyes on this one. Uh, there will absolutely be more coming out on this one over the coming week and month. Uh, and I will keep you up to date. But uh, my question is, do you believe that this will have an effect on the development of Borderlands 3. Yeah, I think so. It's going to have to. There's no way uh the this is this is setting the stage for a um, uh, a very long haul battle, right? It's going to be freaking messy, real real messy and very very public. There's no way that, you know, work can be done uh you know as as usual when this kind of crap storm is 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 about you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i just wonder how much work is already done you know what i mean because i had a feeling they've been working on something so so one thing to you know keep in mean? mind is that the ceo of a development company likely has very little to do with the actual frontline development of the game now obviously they're in charge of making sure that all the the managers and directors are doing what they're supposed to do but it's the managers and directors that are making sure the actual game is getting made and it's the job of the producers to make sure it's all getting made on time and i feel like while the ceo is an important figurehead for the company the company still runs if the CEO is not there, right. uh, the the CEO's job is to create and maintain business relationships with companies outside of the developer to maybe set and maintain like company uh, standards or long term goals. But when it comes to like the actual like I'm typing in my computer and developing this game and drawing the art and creating the systems and making the landscapes, I would expect that Randy Pitchford has very little to do with that. In fact. And so I'm going at this from the optimistic standpoint of like, yeah, it's really scary that this is happening. And it's really likely that even even if these allegations prove to be false, that this could be the end of his career. I'd like to think that uh, even in even in light of all that, we'll still see Borderlands three, even if it's delayed a little bit due to some, you know, inner turmoil within the company. It's not like just like Buddha said, it's not like they haven't been working on the game for many years. It's not like they don't already have a large portion of this thing put together yeah. already. And it's not like they don't still have in an, an, a huge team of people working on it every day. 
Yeah, I just worry about if like the allegations regarding the contents of that USB end up being truthful, then you know, does that does that taint the game for people to want to buy the game or support the game? Um, you know, that'll be what I don't know. Do we get any sort of information on whether Randy Pitchford gets a piece of the pie if he's no longer with the company after the sale of the game? I don't know. I I just don't know if it'll paint such a negative light that people just you know won't won't anything to do with it, and they're just like, yeah, nah, I don't even want to you know be a part of that. Absolutely. Who knows? I mean, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how it all pans out. I mean, it's kind of like Manny said. You know, this could be something that could be drawn out for a long time. I mean, definitely. Borderland, the new Borderlands could come out, and this not get resolved until year or two later you know after yeah. the game's already you know what i mean so we don't know but this is just it, the very beginning the thing is these guys are our longtime friends right they're longtime friends and this is just a, an incredibly ugly and public way uh fallout of a friendship right and 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 really in my opinion both of these guys uh, uh let, let's say this one allegation is true right if if, if it is true then then he's a scumbag but but also the dude that says oh man look this stuff is on here and i'm i'm gonna do nothing right yeah uh he's he's just yeah so you know um first we have to really remember though do we that these are all accusations. This is this is there is like like Ty said in the beginning, nothing has has been substantiated at all. Right, right, and and you you're gonna already see a rust of judgment, right? Because in America we are innocent until proven guilty, right? Uh, or or so or so they say, or so they say because the reality is you make an allegation, and especially nowadays that's enough to destroy you. Right. So yeah. I, I, I really hope that all of these are false. But I mean, the the, the, the lie, I mean, I, I can't say that it's a lie. It's unsubstantiated, but it's out there. Right. So yeah. it's, it's it's doing damage no matter what, you know, I mean, it's it's now officially on people's minds. Yeah. yeah. I, I, tell you, I tell you what, though, <laughs> the part where uh, they talk about what the lawyer, you know, why he, the the. The charges that he was making that weren't approved. I mean, obviously, you know, we said something about the the home loan and uh, sure. tuition that he didn't pay back in full. What I found a, a kind of amusing was where it got to the bottom where it says, uh, uh, "Woolly personal expenses, including family vacations, gun club memberships, and firearm accessories, and trying to get six pack abs." Yeah, <laughs> really? bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, like this like, is you, in you the legal in? brief, right? That's too funny. Dude. This is really <laughs> very personal. Pack. And that's why I take all of this with a big old lump of freaking uh, uh, salt because we don't know what the truth is. We, what the truth is, it's friends that have known each other for a long time that are now just unloading uh, the dirt on both of them. And it's it's public and it's ugly and we don't know what is actually true. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a long time till we figure it out. But I'm—I mean, yeah. I hope—I hope these allegations are false. I, I, you know, clearly, right? Uh, the most lurid 
uh, 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 of the uh, allegations. I hope they're false. And if not, then, you know, God help them. Uh, but the problem is that we, especially we as a society, love to rush to judgment. We love the sensationalism, and we're gonna talk about it. You know, like oh yeah, let's let's talk about this dirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 if it's not true, then then he's been uh, he's been permanently damaged, and that's a damn shame. And if it is, then you know, screw him. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. I'm done. We will see. We will see. We will see. All right. Moving on to a big topic for your good friend, Ty. Uh, it's been a hell of a week for uh, Bungie and Destiny. And there are actually two things here that I wanted to kind of talk about because there were t- really two big stories that happened this week. And I was very, very upset with myself because one of the big stories happened and I had just enough time to write about it. And then it was it was literally like 20 minutes before I was going to post it when the second big thing of news came out. And so immediately everything that I wrote became late. And I was very frustrated by that. But uh, Manny picked up some slack for me and wrote the second article kind of talking about uh, Bungie as well. So if you'd like the full story, the full breakdown, because I'm not going to read everything that I wrote because I accidentally wrote 2,000 words. Oops. Uh, <laughs> it's all available on the hardcorecasuals.com slash blog. Uh, and you can see my article about uh, the big event that happened this week and then Manny's article about the big uh, split that happened this week, and we'll talk about both of those right now. But uh, the So we'll go chronologically here. So first, on Tuesday, Destiny released uh, a, a new piece of content called Niobe Labs, and the way that Destiny has done content all uh, basically since since the big update that happened in September is they've been doing little trickles of content, right? Okay. So on this week, we're going to release this one little piece. And then the next week we're going to release this next little piece and you're going to get access to this, this next quest step. And then, you know, one more piece and then one more piece. And they've done a really good job at the beginning of every quarter saying, okay, here's the roadmap on, uh, on December 4th, you will get this on December 7th, you will get this blah, 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 blah. And so since the release of this Black Armory uh, roadmap, which is you know the roadmap for the time from the beginning of December through the end of February, uh, we were given a roadmap that uh, displays a very particular piece of content being dropped on January 8th, which was this past Tuesday. And it was kind of a curiosity because we knew that this season was focused on events called forges, you know, like forging weapons. But Niobe Labs is the name of this content, and it it was not a forge. It was not a quest. We thought it might be a dungeon type of thing, but then Bungie said, well, it's not that. And so everyone was very confused. You know, what is Niobe Labs? What is it? We we know what it we know what it is from a lore standpoint, and I don't need to go into that, but if you want to talk about it, hit me up. But we didn't know what kind of activity it was. And so on Tuesday, this thing released, and we found out that it wasn't any of that stuff. It was actually a a big puzzle. And it all took place in a single room. And within this room were a you know dozens of little hidden puzzles, hidden runes that you can only see when you look through the reticles of certain guns. And in order to get to the next section, you had to hit certain runes while standing on other runes and hitting them with the right gun or the right element. And all of these things were being figured out and puzzled through based on information that people who really, really are interested in the puzzles that Bungie makes for Destiny 
have found through the forges that have been released up until now. So there have been three forges, the Belunder Forge, Gofanon Forge, the Izanami Forge, and each one of them has had secrets hidden in them similar to how secrets are hidden in these labs. And people have actually used things like Playfair ciphers and shift ciphers and actual history and Morse code and all these amazing things. They've worked together to figure out uh, all the answers to the riddles that were required to be solved in order to make it from one from one phase to the next phase as a part of Niobe Labs. Anyway, people got really excited at the beginning of it, but then soon realized this puzzle was freaking hard. It was harder than anything that Bungie has ever released. And it was so hard that even the best Destiny players with the biggest communities all working around the clock, literally 24 hours straight, were unable to get through this thing. And so there was a big stink from the casual players. A big stink. You guys told me I was going to be able to play something new on January 8th, and I'm still locked out of it because there's apparently a fourth forge that you told us about today, but no one can touch it until Niobe Labs has been beaten. And so far, the, the the puzzle is so hard that no one can get through. And so in response to the wave of negative feedback from all the casual players, Bungie, the day after the release of Niobe Labs, said, ah, we're sorry, we made the puzzle so hard. Here's the content anyway. And so they unlock the forge without Niobe Labs having been beaten. And since then, it has been this big kind of fundamental philosophical question of uh, why would you take that away from the people who care about it most? Why would you cave? And then others saying like, why did you make that content locked in the first place? And so, like I said, I wrote a big long thing about it. I have my own opinions in there, but that was kind of the big stink that happened on uh, on Tuesday slash Wednesday. And then, you know, okay, cool, this is, this is news. And then on freaking, was, was it on Wednesday or Thursday? I think it was, uh, I think it was yesterday, right? Which that we find that? out. Yeah, we find out that the next big piece of news is that, uh, and and you guys can absolutely comment on this one, uh, Bungie has officially bought back publishing rights for Destiny from right. Activision. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so now Bungie, for all intents and purposes, is now a large scale indie developer. So that was the that was the big news, and and you guys can tell me your thoughts on that one. Uh, I I mean. Go no no go go ahead uh, go ahead Buddha uh, because uh, you know what, uh, well, what are I mean, your thoughts? I mean honestly I don't I don't I mean I I don't really care too much honestly because <laughs> I'm I'm well I'm just not you know I just don't play a lot of Destiny so it hasn't impacted me sure as 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 opposed to somebody like like Utah who's who's played the first one and has been playing the second one. Um, so I can't really, I can't really talk as to what, you know, what would be the goods and the bads about not having Activision involved. I know a lot of people are jumping up and down in the streets uh, that are stoked about it. Uh, I don't necessarily know if it's a good or a bad thing. Some of the things I've read about it, uh, pretty much, were saying, "Hey, you know, um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't all Activision that was making these decisions. It was Bungie." So. You shouldn't be too excited because, you know, Activision was there as kind of an aid, not necessarily a, you know, not trying to hinder anything. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, I guess the only thing 
that'll that we'll see is is what does Bungie do now and what what's the steps that they take i think somebody was already saying um uh 2020 we'd see a new destiny so i guess the only way to see how how it how it affects anything is to see what this new destiny is going to be is it going to be everything that everybody's wanted is it going to be the same old thing and everyone's going to say well you know what happened we thought you you left activision now but you're doing the same things anyway um you know i know activision is going to focus more on what call of duty i guess since uh, they uh, said it'll know. be more on their first party titles yeah so which I mean, includes pretty much call of duty right now. pretty much call of duty i mean i don't know yeah. uh, so, so uh, there's there's kind of an overwhelming positive sentiment right now from the community based on this. You, a lot of people treat Activision as kind of the overall scapegoat for every bad right, thing that's right, ever happened right. with Destiny, which I fear is wildly mis- misleading. Uh, uh, I think but, they've but done just, some things to earn the reputation, though. I mean, I get it. Absolutely. No, I mean, Activision is well known to be pretty, uh, pretty gamer non-friendly. Uh, but to say that everything I hate about Destiny is because of Activision is is verifiably false. It might um, it, it might be a big chunk of everything I hate about Destiny, though. You know, I don't know, man, because Destiny's not your game anyway. It's not, but but one of the big reasons, like I I played through the campaign and I enjoyed it, and I was playing the multiplayer, and I was and I was digging it. But when I got to the actual end end of the campaign. And it felt so hollow. And then it, to me, it was like, okay, now we got to a point where we're going to tell you there is a story, but you have to buy the rest of the story. That's the way it felt to me. And I was like, yo, this this game was hollowed out. And and it feels like the actual content is, is over there on these DLCs. I'm mad at that. I'm putting this game down forever. You know? <laughs> so... I mean, was that was that an Activision to be like, no, let's let's push more of the story out, let's segment it, let's I put mean, it on. To be you know. to, to be frank, we're never going to know what piece of know. the pie was yep. was responsible or was was from Bungie and what was from Activision. They're never right. going to be like, oh well, B- Activision was the reason that we had that particular microtransaction. Right. Right. Uh, so we don't know and. To say that you know the game is going to be perfect now that Activision gone, oh yeah, Activision is gone is, is yeah. again. It's probably not it's very true, but uh, it's it's really nice to know that the people who care about this thing most are now completely responsible for it. So that's good. Uh, I'm interested if, uh, to see where it's going to go now that Bungie's responsible for funding their own projects. Um, right. You know, we we worry about Activision and their and their use of microtransactions, but you know, now where does the money come from if uh, all the money for you know a large majority of the money for the content that is supposed to get us from now until the fall has already been given? Um, how is Bungie going to fund for the next nine months? I mean, yeah, they probably have a bunch uh, uh, of money, you know, liquid right now. They probably they probably have a bunch saved up, but like, you know, that company now needs to worry about money because they don't have Activision backing them. So to say that there's not going to be any more microtransactions, that's probably not true. Well, so uh, there's a lot of what ifs and a lot of maybes and a lot of potentialities to to this reality. So I, I'm very curious to see what happens yeah. overall. 
I think what I'm most excited about is, is what I mentioned before, that the people who care about this series the most, the people who have built it from the bottom up are now in charge of their own fate. So, yeah. That, uh, Buddha, what, 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 uh, what were you trying to say earlier? Oh, I was just, uh, you know, alluding to that, you know, as far as where they're going to get the money from. I just wonder if Microsoft right. has already given them a call. I mean, Phil already tweeted out, hey, it's going to be, yeah. I, I look forward to working with you in the future. And it's exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Phil was I like, mean, oh, you're my off. favorite. That was right. So yeah. that's <laughs> been a big question is where does, uh, where does they, where do they stand now with their PS4 exclusivity? Because we believe that that deal was made with Activision and not with Bungie. Yeah. I don't think that the deal is going to be out the window the moment that Activision is out the door because I feel like that'd be Bungie working in bad faith with PlayStation. Uh, but I wouldn't expect them to make more exclusive deals with PlayStation in the future uh, because that one was not really their choice, even though it did bring in money and they could potentially make more interesting deals in the future because money is important now. But uh, it could mean a lot of cool things. You know, you think about what is locked behind the PlayStation wall and it's not just content. Like, yes, PlayStation users get uh, their own armor. They get a couple of, you know, PlayStation exclusive weapons. They get a PlayStation exclusive strike. Uh, but I've been talking with uh, one of the one of the gentlemen that I stream with very regularly. He goes by the moniker Big Daddy Teed. She's available on Mixer if you guys go check him out. Uh, but he mentioned that... Uh, the Xbox One X is capable of running Destiny at 60 frames a second in 4K. However, Destiny purposefully caps the frame rate on Xbox 230 because the PlayStation Pro cannot run Destiny 4K at 60 frames per second. Yep. Thus, 60 frames per second would be an Xbox-exclusive feature and according to the deal that was made, Xbox cannot have any exclusive features. And so if the PlayStation deal is out the window, which we don't know if it is or not, but if it is, it is possible that we could be seeing much better quality of, of experience on Xbox soon due to being able to fully take advantage of the hardware that we have access to, which is yeah. really cool. That would yeah, be that cool. That was one of the things that, uh, that held me up on it, honestly, when it first came out as to whether or not I was going to buy it or not. Honestly, at that time, I was considered buying it on the PC because the PC version didn't have any kind of cap like that. And I thought Ooh, it was... The PC version looks good, man. Yeah, and I and I, and I, <laughs> I just don't play enough. You know, of course, achievements are always a roadblock for me. If I can't get achievements, then I'm like, what am I playing this for? <laughs> but <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I remember, I remember when that was coming out, um, and they were talking about that, what the differences were as far as being a, being able to play it and what the frame rate was going to be. And I, me I remember just kind of being really pissed off about it. I'm like, that's dumb. But, yeah, that's the way it goes. That's how it works. Anyway, that's uh, that's all I've got for gaming news today. We've got one more piece for you, but I am absolutely going to bow out and let Manny take this last one for you because I feel like this is right up your wheelhouse, my brother. So well, uh, anyway, before before Thank we move on to the next one, I do want to say that the uh, that the Activision freaking stock definitely took a little bit of a hit Ooh, with that news, yeah. right? Solid eight percent drop. Solid the day the uh, announcement was made. Yeah, yeah. So I know that everybody is definitely happy. Investors are not happy. Uh, you know, they recognize it as a big loss. Uh, it'll be interesting, you know, what, what comes, what comes of it. 
Um, all right, but what's what's uh, what's that next thing? The next thing is uh, Netflix is in a little bit of a of a legal uh, uh, bandersnatch, if you will, right? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so what's what's going on is uh, is essentially the the choose your own adventure, right? Is something that we all kind of know, right? It's choose your own adventure. Well, that phrase is actually trademarked. Uh, by a company called Choose Co. And um, they say, hey, uh, you're, this is trademark infringement, and we're going to sue you, and we've been irreparably damaged uh, from the harm of our oh modicum being used with such a violent uh, uh, film, right? So it's violent imagery, because they essentially write books for... Uh, for for children, right? For for not necessarily. Uh, I mean, it's they're essentially young kids, right? Uh, they 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 do the the choose your own adventure style. I don't see personally that they that really the choose your own adventure uh, uh, using that phrase causes damage to choose co. You know. At Dude, all? I would love for Chuzco to show me how they lost money from Bandersnatch. Please, please show me your calculations on damages because I would love to know how a Netflix movie took money away from a dead book series. Well, I think, I, I, well, I think uh, some of it is just uh, just having a bad taste in your mouth because it says here that Netflix sought a license to use Right. Choose your own adventure yep. trademark over the last couple of years. Yep. And it the negotiations fell through. So Yeah. That might have been the problem. Netflix yeah. should have never even asked for freaking permission in the first place. Because once yeah, you go no once you to. go in there and say, Hey, we're gonna ask you permission for this phrase because you own it. And they say no. And then they go out and they use the phrase anyway. <laughs> that's a problem. Well, that's it. That's the thing, though. Netflix really didn't. Um, they have not used the phrase "choose your own adventure" once in their marketing, and the phrase only came up once, very passively, in the script of the movie. In the script, it, like, you're right. The connection has been very loose. Right. 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 And which which really adds credence to the fact that this is just total nonsense. Right. And and it was definitely it was it was not done in any way. To to say oh uh, the, uh, the, this like one of those Chuzco books you know so like it was not associated with Chuzco whatsoever at uh, not even in the slightest and to be honest I think freaking Chuzco they made the wrong decision they should have said yeah give me money for using that phrase Dude, can you imagine how many more how many more books they would have sold if if this was titled Choose Your Own Adventure and then all of a sudden a bajillion kids saw Choose Your Own Adventure on this movie and they said wait a second i can have more of this right right if i were choose co i'd be busy trying to come up with more story ideas for them yeah you know you're exactly right you're exactly right but it is crazy it's they're not asking for pennies it's a 25 million dollar lawsuit here again i'd love to know where that number came from please tell me well, they say that this 
the film itself is it's out uh, it's violent right so it's violent and it's uh, intense imagery and whatnot and their market is is not that at all and when sure. by using and that is true uh, and by using their phrase the choose your own adventure when they go in and and try to conduct other business uh deals or whatever it is that that this is now going to be in the minds of of the uh, the, the the people that they're trying to do business with you know and said oh well we're, we're going to try and make a book deal or whatever it is for children and um bandersnatch you know i don't see that as reality i really don't um I don't think I. I really. I have a hard time seeing how how any how this would affect any of their their future business dealings. To be honest, I think it's just crazy. Uh, I didn't even know Choose coexisted until until yeah, I read this. I didn't know it was a brand at all. Yeah. I thought it was a series of books, not a brand. So yeah, interesting oh, well, though. Haters gonna haters gonna hate, dude. While while we're talking about Bandersnatch, did you guys see it, and what did you think of it? Buddha, did, did you see it? No, I did not. Uh, Go ahead. So this is going to sound super redundant, and I apologize to to listeners. But uh, once again, if you're interested in my full thoughts, check out theharkocontrols.com/blog. <laughs> I've been super that busy writing right. a bunch of stuff, so it's it, there's a bunch written there. Go check it out. We'd appreciate it a lot. Share yeah, it with your definitely. friends. It's awesome. I'm actually super proud of the website. Little little aside here. The website looks awesome and the formatting is great. Manny's done an incredible job making the website look like a really interesting and fun place to read stuff. Uh, I like publishing stuff there uh, and I like being able to link to it because it's a good looking site. Uh, I definitely recommend you guys go check it out because I think it's a cool place to read things. And, and the more that we share with each other, these stories and that, uh, not just myself, but other people are writing Buddha also made a, a game review that is now officially available. The hardcore slash blog. Uh, <laughs> I, I please help us out, read those, get the clicks, get the eyeballs on them, share them with your friends, have them do the same. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, to that, I, uh, I was not blown away by Bandersnatch. I love, I love the idea. I love that they're trying new things and and bringing a new form of media to Netflix. Like this has never existed uh, on this scale before ever. And I love that idea. I think the ex- execution could have been done a lot better because there were so many points of interest for me that I chose one direction and it pretty much said, no, that wasn't the right choice. And it just send you right back to where you were before. And I, I didn't really feel like I really was choosing my own adventure. I felt like I was choosing their own adventure. So how many endings does this movie, I mean, this show or movie have? There's actually, sure. there's actually several. I think there was a four or five significantly different uh, endings hmm. that, uh, okay. that, and then, well, you know, the reason why I didn't really feel like I need, I mean, I'll watch it at some point. Um, but I play enough of, you know, full motion video games as it is. And to me, this is what this is. It's if you play games like, uh, late shift or the bunker, um, or hashtag war games, it's the same thing. It's just on Netflix. Um, and I feel like two years ago when they were talking to you choose your own adventure and they got nowhere, 
they went and talked to Telltale and got the the Minecraft version of the choose your decisions and and whatnot. So I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll end up watching it eventually, but I feel like I've kind of been there, done that, and sometimes that, that can get a little tedious. Sometimes it's fun because you're like, oh, that was the ending I got, but you know, I want to try it again and see if I get a different ending and the most disheartening part of that is where you end up getting the same ending <laughs> and you're like, Oh, that, that was yeah. crap. I just wasted my time just to get the same damn ending. There's but, a, there's a couple key decisions that were drastically different, drastically different. And, and it, it was, it was actually, I was impressed because I played it. I, I watched it. I, I really enjoyed it. I watched it with my family over the holidays uh, this was over the new year. I watched it with my um, brother, sister, and father. And when we finished watching it the first time through, my father's like, like pretty much blown away. He was like, "This is the future of of of, of movies," you know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it was it like you said, Buddha. It's stuff that's been around for a while. Right. It, 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 this right. this choose your own adventures style. Oh, uh, you know, sorry. Uh, you know, that's a trademark. Pick I don't have twenty five million dollars. <laughs> my, my new trademark. Pick your path. Pick your path. Right. Pick your path. Uh, yeah. a movie. They they've been around for for quite some time. Um, but this is the first time that it's so publicly available to to the masses right so when when netflix makes a decision to do this it it is the first time for many many people to have that that sort of experience and i think they did a really good job i i see ty's point right but i don't want to give spoilers but they actually address that 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 same they that do thought they do and that I, concern. I, I think you need to stop sooner rather than later because it's a big part of the story. Yeah. They address they so I mean it is a to me it was it was good. It was entertaining. It was thoughtful and they had several different endings. Like like legitimately different paths and experiences within the within the movie, you know. I yeah, I want to see like more that. of it. It's a hell of a lot better than than uh Minecraft story mode which i was actually disappointed in when i when well, i, I tell at you it. what i mean if you like this pick a path type of thing like i said like the the, the game the bunker um uh, and uh late shift uh late shift is in i believe in the game pass right now you can actually try it out and it's a really cool concept it's you know the bunker you, is on game uh, pass? not the bunker but late shift is okay yeah yeah, yeah. and that's exactly it's exactly what it is. It's, you know, you, you, based on your decisions will dictate what your outcome will be and depending on how you go about it. Yeah. So it's good stuff. I like it. It's fun. Yep. So, right. uh, so yeah, that's that. And that's a black mirror bandersnatch, right? Black mirror. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't feel like black mirror to me. Okay, it's more bander than snatch. Is that what the? <laughs> I would, felt I felt more snatched snatch, away from more Black snatch than bander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. I mean, uh, yeah. I I don't know. I can't. I mean, I, we can't have this discussion 
now because because it would be spoilers. I I thought it was it was not necessarily the best Black Mirror, right? But it was a good experience, and I thought it I felt thought it was true to to Black Mirror. But it really depends on what oh, so what paths you to the to the other show, the Black Mirror show. Is it well? There's there's some symbolistic similarities. Oh, uh, oh. But okay. uh, I not watch that from either. An actual no. universe standpoint, and and actually from a uh, from a this I don't know if this is the right word from, but from a boundary standpoint, mm-hmm. it felt different. Okay. Uh, and maybe maybe uh, maybe in a week we do like a spoiler cast on it. Maybe we okay. make a section of the show be like, okay, cool, we're done talking about games. We're going to talk about Bandersnatch for the rest of the show. So if you don't want spoilers, you can stop now. Okay. Uh, or we can just keep on going and let that go for the Patreon. Uh, we could do that as well. Yeah. We'll talk. Like why don't we do that? Why don't we do that next week though yeah. as well? Uh, yeah. Give people a chance. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to next week. We're going to do a little spoiler cast. Patreon.com/slash Hardcore Casuals, and we'll talk about it over there. All right, I mean, you guys will have plenty of time. If you, if you Patreon subscribers, if you're listening to this right now, if you have special comments or thoughts on it, make sure you send those to us, and we can talk about those as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you guys will have all the time to yourselves. You'll be without Buddha. So, you know. Oh, Buddha, go watch it. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll watch it. No, I'll, I'll watch it, but I'll be I'll be at Pack South. So. Oh, sick. All right. So I'll be thinking That's about That's cool, man. I can't wait. I take. can't wait to hear your thoughts about Pack South. <laughs> I, would, I, I would love to. Uh, to Maybe I'll watch it while I'm out there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you're, you're going to be busy, bro. You're going to be busy. Dude, watch it right now. <laughs> watch it right now as we finish up the podcast i'll, I'll start it all right well so we got time uh, to talk about one more we got time to talk about this right here we got buddhas that's right it's time, time. no i mean okay, go go ahead discussion do we, do we, do we have it? oh for the just nah, now let's let's skip that one nah. let's skip that one nah. i mean you, you don't want to face the pain do you manny okay <sighs> all, right. all right fine all right guys all right this, this is what we got we, we have one more this is very well right now. we have one more link <laughs> Right, this link that is is about the Alien universe. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, mm. the Alien game, right? Alien Excellent. Isolation was one of my favorite games, bro. Like, it, to, I mean, I don't know if it's a stretch to say, but I want to say it's like one of the best horror movies, the sci-fi horror movies. I'm sorry, sci-fi horror games uh ever mm-hmm. I, I it was fantastic it was really really good the way the way it was so true to the alien franchise right uh the experience that they had with the alien the ai of the alien itself was really really good and if you use it with the freaking connect and then the alien could hear you like that was such a unique experience i loved 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 alien isolation and we were sitting there you know waiting the fans of 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 the uh of the game were just waiting hoping against hope for a new alien isolation and then we hear the news oh Alien Isolation, it's back baby it's back and we're rushing we're I was so freaking excited and when I go to look it's a mobile game it's a mobile game like uh, uh, so <laughs> i was like I, I felt bandersnatched you know what i'm saying oh I my felt- gosh. <laughs> 
So, um, so I, I was a little salty. I was a little salty even before I looked at the trailer. Uh, I, I was just like, wait a minute. This freaking game, one of the best sci-fi horror, in my opinion, sci-fi horror games out there. And it's followed up with a $5 mobile game. And from, from you know, people that make puzzle games, you know, Puzzle Quest or Marvel Puzzle Quest or, you know, whatever it is. And I was like, oh, come on. So let's take a look at this trailer. And I'm not going to lie, the trailer itself looked pretty cool. It looked pretty cool, you know, and it was That's only a 30-second trailer. I mean, Sad? it sounds a little bit like a, like a Diablo situation. Hmm. What? Wait, wait, what do you mean? Well, it's the same thing with Diablo. It's like it had a really oh. cool trailer. Everybody yeah. got excited right. thinking that was going to be the new Diablo and turns yeah. out, ah, it's going to be on mobile. Absolutely, absolutely correct. So so here's my, my hope is that they are actually working on this game, right? So this this is not the but from the makers of uh, Alien Isolation, and they're uh, um, they're clear to say that this is not a sequel of Alien Isolation, right? In the initial right. reports, was this was Alien Isolation two, which was really like hurtful to my heart. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Uh, but so this is in fact not alien isolation 2 this is completely separate however it still has the main characters amanda ripley which is the uh, the daughter of uh of uh what the hell what, what the hell is her name freaking uh sigourney weaver sigourney weaver right yeah <laughs> she's her sigourney name is ripley. What do you for me? yeah yeah i don't know anyway it's the so same character. You, so, Go ahead, Buddha. So just to give you a little bit of hope, just a little bit of hope, Manny, it did turn out that Creative Assembly did take down the Alien Isolation website for maintenance, okay? Right. And people are speculating because it got taken down for maintenance that it could be to fix it for an announcement for Alien Isolation. Dude, if you think, if you think that there's not going to be an actual follow-up to Alien Isolation, you are fooling yourself. That was a right. wildly successful game yes. in a wildly successful franchise. Like, just because, I... just because this is the one that came out next does not make it, like, the sequel. Like, yeah, it's obviously the same character, but, like, we're, we are nowhere near done with, with horror games based on the Alien right. franchise. When is, when is E3? When is, when is E3 It's happening? always in June. It's in June. So, I mean, we're not too far from that. I wouldn't be surprised if we see something at E3. I hope know. so. I hope so. But then, but like, like the thing is, is, is why this game was received so poorly, right? Is that people were excited. It's exactly like Diablo. In that it's sense, exactly you're 100% Diablo. you're right. What, what the people wanted was Alien Isolation, just news on Alien Isolation. Uh, just uh, some type of sign in the stars, perhaps, that, there are, that they are, in fact, working on it, you know? If they said, don't, don't worry, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, if you look at this trailer, it, it uh, you know, I'm, let me, hold on one second. Let me, let me just, uh. I'm gonna mute this for a second. It doesn't feel so I don't, mobile. So you're not to gonna you. hear. There's like a little. 
Where the hell are you? There's uh there's a little section at the end. Ah, here it goes. At the very end of and and I'm gonna put we're gonna put all these links on the uh uh on the website. It says uh, Amanda Ripley. Let me just pause and all right. Amanda Ripley, read, play, watch. Right? So mm-hmm. so that's the icon, and this is on play. Right, and and there was a uh, there was a little bit of an uproar uh, against it. it. Said, "Yeah, we want alien isolation." Th- there was a tweet that was announced, uh, uh, you know, from I don't know who it was, someone inside uh, in the know with the alien isolation universe, and said, "Hey, we have more to watch. We have more to announce." And then they said uh, they emphasized the watch portion of of. Uh, of this whole read, play, watch thing. So there is something else. There is something else that is out there. But I think the mistake is to go out there knowing full well they want a, a full game and not tease that out first. All they have to do is, hey, hey, we have a lot to announce. But in, in until until we are ready, we have this to for for you right and then say hey we have more ideas out there whatever it is and until then here then it would have been a totally different deal like oh my goodness what else do they have uh you know what uh maybe i'll pick this game up in the meantime (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah i mean it's probably a alien uh, choose your own adventure (laughs) (laughs) alien snatch (laughs) (laughs) all right good deal Um, we're ready to get into some game pass stuff real quick yeah yeah so what's going on there uh let's see here game pass we already talked a little bit about after charge uh, great game just cause three is on there as well that just dropped in um and then uh, we also talked about ultimate marvel versus Capcom three uh arc survival evolved uh, is in Game Pass. Manny, that's probably one that's going to be up your alley. Uh, oh, farming Simulator 17. I know Ty's been really chopping at the bit to get to some farming. Mm-hmm. Bro, uh, I watched Silverian <laughs> play. I don't know if it was Farming Simulator plow 17. I watched Silverian plow a field for an hour, bro. <laughs> it's serious, it's, man. Yeah, it's that's serious. pretty serious. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I talked a little bit about Absolver. I'll probably talk more about that uh, the next round. Uh, but with things coming into Game Pass, we know we got to lose some stuff, right? So Letter Quest, Grim's Journey Remastered, a cool little game about no. words. Yep. <laughs> Adios, muchachos. You're gone. Uh, Riptide, GP Renegade. Uh, I always liked Riptide. It was such a fun game. But Is that the zombie game? No, no, no. Uh, Riptide is the uh, it's the jet skiing like you're on water. Like oh, I was, oh, you know what? I was thinking of Dead Island Riptide. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah. No, no. So that's uh, that's leaving out the Escapist, uh, the Walking Dead like uh, DLC that went with the Escapist. Oh, game. is it really? That's gonna be. It's walking out. Yeah. Oh it's walking out. man, those were fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then uh, one that might hurt Tyler a little bit: Tom Clancy's The Division. Leaving no! game pass. Is it really? for a hot that minute. was such a good deal. Yeah, oh. yeah. So if you it hadn't had a end. chance, I think Fallout fell end. off. I think Fallout fell out yeah. like a month or two ago, 
So it's not terribly surprising. Yeah. But oh man, when Fallout and the Division and ESO all hit at the same time at E3, it was just yeah. such a freaking woo. That was big. But yeah. I mean, uh, I get it. Uh, the Division Two is coming out, which means people are going to buy the Division One. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why why give it to them for free when you can give it to them for money? Right. I mean, you, and you notice that a lot about like stuff that ends up on Game Pass. There, the, a lot of those same games will be on a sale. So uh, not only you know will you get the discount via Game Pass, but I mean, there a lot of times they're on a, a a pretty good discount anyway. So if you do happen to like those games and you want to keep it forever, ever, 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 well, there you go. Don't snooze. Or that is lose. true. I did that for the bridge. I picked that up right before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, our games with gold are going to be uh, like Manny was saying, Celeste. He's been playing that. Uh, we also have WRC six coming out on the sixteenth. Our three sixty games are Laura Craft and the Guardian of Light and Far Cry Two. You and know that's a good our... co op game. If you're looking for a co op game, the Laura Croft one is a good one. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's a top down, um, like a twin stick kind yeah, of deal, but it, it, it's a puzzler. And it has two uh, two people, uh, Laura Croft and uh-huh. uh, whatever whatever the other dude's name is. But uh, it's it's pretty good. It's, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, hmm. especially if you're uh, looking specifically for uh, uh, some so, so a game to play co op with. It's it's really good. Hmm. Cool. Cool. Our uh, backwards comp- compatibility games are going to be Battle Stations Pacific. And Rayman, Raving Rabbids, and Fuel. So those are your backwards compatible. Yeah, Fuel. Uh, I also want to talk about some of the new games coming this week. I talked about the Resident Evil 2 uh, demo. It's only 30 minutes long. So if you get a chance to play it, you're only going to get 30 minutes of it, no matter what happens. You can die as many times. deaths that send you back to the beginning, too. Yeah. You can die as many times as you want, but you're going to get 30 minutes. But you only get 30 minutes, so don't die. So you can see more. Don't die. Uh, but it, I mean, from I played it just before we got onto uh, the recording for the podcast. Okay. Um, it's it's it looks great, feels great, um, and uh, I maybe got us scared a little bit, just a little bit, oh. just a little bit. It, it there was there was a part that was going down, but it was right at midnight, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, zombie, you're not killing me, baby. I'm in control of the situation, and I exited out of that game to prove him wrong, but. Guacamole, uh, Guatemala. What is it? Guatemala? Guacamole. Guacamole two. Yeah. It's coming out on the eighteenth. Uh, and then we've talked a lot about it in the past. The Walking Dead episode three, Broken Toys. Um, the final episode comes out on the fifteenth. Um, to hopefully close things up full circle. Uh, for those fans that were, uh, you know, wanting closure for Clementine. In that Walking Dead series, uh, Onimusha uh, Warlords. Hopefully, I said that right. That was an old PlayStation, I think. Yeah, PlayStation, PlayStation One game. Uh, that comes out on the fifteenth remastered. Huh. Um, that was a, a fun time. And then Manny, I think this is a game. Bro, that you were smoke and about. sacrifice. Smoke and sacrifice coming to the yeah. Xbox. That's so, great. That's actually, on the 15th as well. So, I'm gonna have to play it. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring it back on. I think you know. I, I don't know. It's a. Did you beat you it? Know, I did not beat it. You know, I play, I start games. I don't necessarily finish games. <laughs> That's not true. 
<laughs> I tried Dude, to finish games. games on, you play games on freaking Nightmare and go all the way to the end. You freaking punish yourself. <laughs> yeah. stuff. If you didn't finish, that was a conscious decision. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I liked it. I just have to go back to it. The thing, here's the thing is, I don't... I play games on on stream all the time you know what i'm saying so then i end up doing more multiplayer games things like that you know uh, so got it i liked right, it boys. though i think it's good that's it yeah that's all i got all righty well ladies and gentlemen that that's a podcast i'm i'm pretty sure that's a podcast um Dude, like thank pros. you like freaking pros <laughs> thank you so much guys um really uh, we're, we're, we're very, we're very grateful to each and every one of you that, that listen, that support us in, in so many different ways. Uh, and, uh, if you're listening and you have not dropped a comment on the, uh, the hardcore casuals, uh, website, you can go ahead and do so. And of course, uh, there's a big yellow button on the website that'll take you to iTunes that we would really, really appreciate a five-star rating and a, a, a review if you leave comments uh on the review we will we will definitely be sure to uh to check that out and read it on the podcast uh we also have a patreon the hardcore slash patreon helps support uh you know if you like what we're doing and you like what we're trying to do and and you like more of it uh then the support would definitely go a long way and uh and yeah check us out the hardcore casuals we are a group of amazing streamers. It's just myself, TIE Fighter, Buddha Will, and so many more. Uh, you can come out and, and get to know us on the Discord, uh, thehardcorecasuals.com slash Discord, and uh, come join the family. We'd love to have you. But until next time, guys, see ya! Peace. Excelsior, you <laughs> What?